Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. Of course, you can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. In this episode, we're going to be covering news from around the WordPress community as part of our monthly installment, Word Around the Campfire. And joining me for this, again, are our two very special guests. First off, I'd like to welcome... From Tor Kamag, Mr. Doc Popular. Doc, welcome back to WordPress. Uh, this. Thanks, thanks, David. It's good to be here. Welcome back to WordPress as well, Doc. We really appreciate you. <laughs> um, also, like to welcome uh, Core Committer and uh, someone that helps a lot of people in the WordPress ecosystem here at WP Engine, Mr. Anthony Burchell. Anthony, welcome back to Pressless. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, we're really excited about this month's episode. There's so much going on in the WordPress community. Um, what we're going to cover today is a lot around Gutenberg. There's been a lot of really interesting changes recently in the Gutenberg plugin. Talk a little bit more about that, what it has in store for WordPress core. 
as well as WordPress 5.3, a release, uh, an update to WordPress that was released in November 2019, not too uh, long ago, as well as some updates from around the community. Now, in our last Word Around the Campfire episode, we did essentially a recap of WordCamp US, and there have been some new updates in the uh, WordCamp universe. Doc, do you want to fill us in on what's going on about upcoming WordCamps? Well, yeah, there's a lot of uh, upcoming WordCamps in, in early of next year that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, WordCamp Asia, one of the very first, uh, well, actually the very first <laughs> WordCamp Asia, and the second country to or region to kind of get its own WordCamp. WordCamp Europe, WordCamp Asia are the only two that are that big. So that's coming up in February. Uh, one of the announcements recently was uh, WordCamp 2020, which is going to be in St. Louis again this year. They announced their dates for uh, for this year's event, and it's actually going to be in the middle of the week this year. Uh, there was a, a lot of complaints about how close WordCamp 2019, WordCamp US 2019 was to uh, Halloween. And uh, what they're going to do this year is make sure it's uh, not only before Halloween, but it's going to be in the middle of the week trying to get uh, more of a professional WordPress crowd and not, not um, just the usual, you know, weekend, uh, uh, yeah. Weekend warriors, sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there it's we interesting go. Because WordCamp's like a traditionally, of course, on like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is nice, especially for local people who are only f- perhaps able to get out on the weekend. But I think moving it away from Halloween for me is a big deal. I mean, I have kids. I know that I flew up the morning of WordCamp because I couldn't miss trick-or-treating with the kids that night. Um, so I, I think I'm personally a fan of that. I think from the middle of the week thing, I guess it's probably see how it goes. What's your views, Doc? Yeah, I, I, I think maybe there's a certain group of people you can get uh, that that are full-time WordPress professionals and they kind of treat Monday through Friday, that that's who they're trying to bring in for this event. People who don't want to work on the weekend uh, on the same thing they work on the weekend. It's going to be an interesting experiment to see how that changes the, the vibe. It, very, very interesting. So I guess we'll see that. And then uh, it's really cool to hear about WordCamp Asia coming up in February. So if you're listening and you're in the Asia Pacific region, definitely check that out. Don't miss that opportunity to be at that inaugural event. Uh, I actually had a Facebook memory pop up this morning of the very first WordCamp US in Philadelphia. And uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of neat to see that pop up. That was today, I guess, whenever that was. So many, I mean, not that many years ago, but some number of years ago. Um, there's more stuff going on. Um, Doc, you kind of mentioned a little bit about Do Summit Good before the podcast yeah. today Let's so so uh as we're recording this it's a uh, uh giving tuesday which is uh sort of this um i think it's the first tuesday in december uh a way to uh maybe donate to your favorite nonprofits is sort of what the 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 whole uh, origin of that is but uh wp and up which is dedicated to wordpress mental health uh, is actually doing uh, a special event in honor of Giving Tuesday where they're giving back to the community. It's called Do Summit Good, and that's hashtag Do Summit Good. Uh, and it's going to be nine sessions from 13 speakers. It's televised live now, which, uh, you know, as you're hearing this, will be too uh, too late to catch the live event, but it's all going to be on YouTube and on their website as well. So uh, you can check that out. It's It's going to be a lot about mental health, uh, about taking care of yourself professionally and, and personally uh, and and geared towards WordPressers. 
That's at youtube.com forward slash WP and up for those that want the recording, right, Doc? That's correct. I can't wait to watch the videos. Yeah, it's such an important issue. I don't think people spend enough time addressing mental health, especially in the development world where, you know, so many things pop up last second. There's so much pressure to get things done quickly. So many kind of independent business operators not taking that time to invest in mental health. I know I've pulled my hair out so many times on projects um, and really kind of given too much of myself to make sure that something got done, you know, on time in the way it was supposed to be done. Anthony, has this ever happened to you? Has every project like uh, smooth sailing every not, time? Not, not ever. Hap- uh, this has never happened working in open source. Yes. <laughs> never happened to me. Uh, it's funny. I often will tell, uh, those in my family and those I know that there's always a mission to save the internet, right? (laughs) There's always something that goes wrong, always something to do, always some emergency to address. But I think that phrase cuts both ways, meaning that there's always a mission to save the internet. So take that time to make sure that you're healthy. And it's really good to see WP and up taking such a kind of positive and proactive approach to advocating for that in the community. Um, Switching gears a little bit though, uh, March is coming up, and that's a pretty big month for you, Doc. What's what's going on in March? Uh, yeah, we are getting ready for the Plugin Madness competition, where we we um, we pit sixty four uh, crowd nominated uh, WordPress plugins against each other. First, they start off in their own sections like marketing uh, and you know tools for the admin, uh, things like that, and then eventually we get down to just the uh, the the head to head two best uh, plugins uh, every year. It's always a lot of fun and every year it gets bigger and bigger. So we've started planning uh, for, for next year's event. We're going to be starting, I think on, on March 2nd uh, for the actual event, but uh, in late January and early February, we're going to have nominations open as well. So that's going to be at pluginmadness.com where you can go and nominate, uh, nominate your favorite plugins. Awesome. Awesome. Good to hear. So I'm sure if you have your favorite plugin, stay tuned over at torquemag.io and uh, join the voting. Uh, see if you can get your favorite plugin to the top of the list. A um, couple of other kind of housekeeping items, things going on just in general in the WordPress community. Um, WordPress, I'm sorry, WooCommerce 3.8 was pushed live in November. So if you're running a WooCommerce store, lots of goodies in there. Um, it's really part of uh, really WooCommerce's focus on doing kind of uh, what they kind of, in a sense, call smaller, stable, and more frequent releases. So they want to add more f- uh, features more frequently, but to do that in kind of uh, compact and manageable ways. So watch out for that, especially if you're a WooCommerce store owner. They've also added some really neat uh, product blocks, leveraging the Gutenberg editor. Um, which I think is another uh, interesting move and very helpful from WooCommerce's perspective. Um, Another thing is really, you know, it's funny to even talk about this, but it's the WordPress community's kind of march towards up-leveling their version of PHP. And there's still tons of sites running on like PHP version uh, branch five and even four. and, And some of these branches are, even the ones I just mentioned, are not patched and therefore aren't receiving security updates. So um, if you haven't updated to the more recent versions of PHP, either either PHP 7.3 or PHP 7.4, then you could actually have security issues, but you'll also gain incredible performance uh, enhancements by upgrading. Um, We ran a study recently on WP Engine, 85% of our customers are on PHP 7.3, but only 15% of 
all of WordPress sites are on 7.3 or greater. So if you haven't updated WordPress, gain that speed benefit and also the security benefits of being on an up-to-date branch of PHP and make sure you update your PHP. Check with your host on how to do that if you're not sure. Um, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. Miami may be the sun and fun capital of the world, but it's also home to the largest literary festival in the U.S. Don't miss the Miami Book Fair, a week-long festival featuring more than 600 authors from all over the world with readings, signings, and panels capped off by a three-day street fair. Find books in English, Spanish, and Creole for every interest and every age, from biographies and novels to poetry and comics. This year, come meet poets Richard Blanco, Reginald Dwayne Betts, and Joy Harjo, award-winning novelists T.C. Boyle, Susan Choi, Edwidge Dentica, Taya Obrecht, Julie Orancher, Leonard Pitts, and Karen Russell, plus authors exploring issues of the day such as Eve Ensler, Alex Kutlowitz, Danny Shapiro, Daryl Pickney, Ambassador Samantha Power, George Wilt, and hundreds more. Take the little ones to Children's Alley for hands-on activities, characters, and storytelling. Enjoy music, food, and fun for the whole family right on the downtown Miami-Dade College campus, November 17th to the 24th. For details, schedules, and tickets, visit MiamiBookFair.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. Before the break, we were talking about news from around the WordPress community. In particular, Doc was sharing some information about WordCamps. And right before the break, we talked a little bit about making sure your version of PHP is up to date. Uh, so many sites in the WordPress ecosystem still not on more modern versions of PHP. So that's a big, big deal for performance. <laughs> and likely a big deal for you for security. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit though. Uh, one of the really interesting things I saw come out this week, or this month, should I say, was 10up, who had released 
uh, essentially a GitHub repo, which includes a plugin, um, basically for actions for simplifying WordPress plugin development. So if you're a WordPress plugin developer, or if you have a dev team building custom plugins, um, definitely check out that repo from Tenup. Yeah, I think it, it, it has a way of kind of uh, uploading the SVN uh, or using SVN to push up your plugin updates, and you can like build, I think, CI into it as well. So there's a lot of neat little features in there. That's incredible. We probably have to get set up on this podcast to actually talk about that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I might be making things up. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I guess we'll find out in a future episode. But I uh, wanted to switch gears now and talk about uh, WordPress updates and uh, Gutenberg updates because there's a lot going on, a lot that's going to influence how you build sites in the future. So in November, we did have a security uh, maintenance release. Now this is version 5.2.4 of WordPress. Now if you're on the most recent version of WordPress, which is 5.3, you already have the security patch. But if for some reason you're hanging around on older versions of WordPress in the 5.2 branch, then you definitely want to apply this patch. Um, again, I personally advocate to always keep WordPress up to date with the most current version, but if you are on the 5.2 branch, there is a patch, 5.2.4, that'll apply some security fixes for some vulnerabilities that were discovered through common research. But I want to talk about version 5.3 because this is where it gets exciting. This, uh, what was this code name for this release? Uh, this one was Kirk. Kirk, and that's uh, presumably some jazz person, right? That's yes, the it idea. Is. Yeah. What happens when they run out of jazz people? Will they move to a different you, genre? You cannot run out of jazz people. You can't run out of jazz people? No, no, no. there's always somebody making jazz. Okay, okay, I like this, I like <laughs> this. So what, what's, uh, talk to us about Kirk, uh, 5.3 WordPress. Uh, Anthony, what's going on there? What were some of the key things you saw um, that were added? Yeah, so uh, 5.3, uh, this release I was, I was actually heavily involved in. I, uh, I was surprised to see my face in the Noteworthy Contributors section. That was kind of cool. Um, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, but with this, this release brought a lot of accessibility improvements. Uh, I mean, just from the login screen alone, you can notice the difference in WordPress now. There's this new uh, contrast uh, uh, change that's like any form field is a little more distinguished from the background. So it's, it's much easier. It just looks better. It feels like a much more, I guess, professional piece of software, even though it already was professional, but it just feels so put together now. And that high contrast, I guess, is important because people with weak eyesight might not be able to differentiate sure. between, say, a field and the background. Absolutely, yeah. That's one of one of the aspects there. And there were, there were a ton of improvements. Um, media saw a lot of improvements as well. Um, there are now uh, EXIF information is respected. So let's say you took an iPhone photo and you rotated it on your phone, on your device, and then you uploaded that photo. It, uh, WordPress will now respect that orientation and, and set that. Um, the other thing that was really interesting to me, um, hopefully there will be no more timeout issues when uploading really large images because now there's a feature that will progressively upload an image. So let's say you have like a memory limit that doesn't allow you to upload bigger, it will do what it can and then keep going and keep uploading more chunks of the image until you have the whole thing. Oh, that's really nice. I feel like this is a challenge though. I feel like I could find an image big enough to break this. Uh, I've seen 50 megs work. So okay. yeah. <laughs> throw it down the gauntlet. We'll yeah, let's find happens. a three gig image and throw it on a server. And this release also included a, a new kind of default WordPress theme 2020, right? Yes, I'm so glad we did that. The sequence makes me really happy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the, the, the theme looks really great. Um, I have not yet played with it on my own sites, but I have seen it in production on some sites, and it's it's a really nice looking theme. This is like the first default theme that was kind of ex uh, built kind of in that block first mentality. Is that 
Yeah, I believe it correct. does utilize some of the, the block editor theme options, which is really great to start seeing that in practice, even on the core level, right? Yeah, and I know later we're going to talk about updates to Gutenberg and some of the impacts that might have to theme developers. Um, but it's really good to see the new default theme kind of embracing the block first approach. Um, so what else is going on in 5.3? What else should people so, be watching out for? Yeah, one of the things that, that's been kind of a challenge, I think, is uh, uh, Gutenberg is moving at such a rapid pace, and there are so many new versions coming out. So as we were saying earlier, get on the latest version. If you're already on 5.2, getting to 5.3 just means you get a way more stable editor. Um, so it's very important to do that. Um, but but this right now, we're still, I think, four versions behind the latest Gutenberg with 5.3. So I think in actually 5.4, we're going to see the full catch-up to um, to Gutenberg, the, the 7.0, but that will probably be March, April, somewhere around there. Um, but as far as uh, 5.3, there were some improvements in site health checks. Um, there were, again, the, the accessibility improvements. I'm reading through the list here to see if we missed anything. Um, but it was just a massive release. I think actually this was the one that had the most contributors ever. There were over 700 contributors. Holy cow. Yeah, so this was a mega release. In my, I think this is one of my favorite releases that I've, I've been a part of. Yeah, I think going through like the list of all the things, you can of course go to WordPress.org and read about uh, the full change log or release notes for uh, WordPress 5.3. But as you look through the list, it's really just enhancement after enhancement after enhancement around the Gutenberg editor. And I know a lot of folks are kind of in this wait and see mode with Gutenberg. I think releases like 5.3 bridge a ton of those gaps. Um, I've been speaking about Gutenberg uh, in front of audiences since before it was launched. And uh, one of the questions I always ask is, who uh, is running Gutenberg on a production, a live version of their website? And I'd say up until like a month or two ago, very few people would raise their hands, like two or three people in a whole crowd of hundreds of people. And uh, when I was in London at the WP Engine Summit, of course, WP Engine's customers represent some of the more advanced sites leveraging WordPress, but nearly the entire room had leveraged Gutenberg in production. So the reason I think this is important is because if you've kind of been sitting on the fence wondering, when am I going to adopt this thing? I don't want to be first. Um, you know, we have more than a year under our belt with Gutenberg and Core, uh, a lot of key features being added to 5.3. Um, and for those that aren't clear, there is a distinction between WordPress and the Gutenberg project. So the Gutenberg project is managed through a plugin, which you can find on WordPress.org. And the features added to the plugin are roughly slated for release in WordPress core. Um, I'm not sure if they've officially designated it as such, but this is often referred to as what's called a feature plugin, mm -hmm. uh, where you would kind of float the idea of the, the functions and features in it first in a plugin and then roll it into the core of your software project later, in this case, WordPress. Yeah, and there's a lot of talk right now about increasing the velocity that we're putting out these minor releases or major releases, or even changing the criteria behind a minor release to allow for us to do those Gutenberg changes. Because a minor release, you can't add new files. And, uh, and, and I think there's some talk about changing that, which is exciting because that allows us to at least catch up so this notion of minor release, is that similar to like the maintenance release? That's yeah, the exact yeah, same thing? exact same thing, yeah. And, and, and kind of loosening the criteria to say you can add new files or you can you know, do certain things that will allow us to kind of catch up with Gutenberg because we're moving at such a rapid pace that 
if it's not it's not scalable in the long term future, if Gutenberg starts getting so far ahead and all of those experimental features are getting added, and it's just it's a lot to manage. So oh, this is like a big controversial topic: adding features uh, to the yeah. mainnet's release. Yeah, I guess so, isn't it? Um, so it's happened twice in WordPress's history. Right? If you think about it, though, the Gutenberg editor is changing in the right ways, um, and and it's improving on the the, I guess, bugs that folks have reported. There are thousands of them. And, and we need a way to actually push those out in, in a faster iteration. And uh, so there's just talk about having more rapid releases, maybe. Sure, more, for feature that's, releases. That's, yeah, one, yeah. that's one option. And the other option is actually lessening the criteria. So I partially kind of want to go to the lesser... Oh, we're going to do a whole show on this because I feel yeah, like... Yeah, let's fight it out. When you heard, uh, <laughs> maybe we'll hold the fighting I'm part. playing, I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, of course. But like, like the reason this is so uh, such a controversial topic for people is that maintenance releases usually include fixes or security patches. Sure. And so because they generally don't introduce new features, people tend to trust applying them faster. They don't do as much testing. They might just even do it without testing, although you should test all the things. Um, and so you get into a bit of a Pavlov's dog scenario where um, people will hit that auto update button. So when you introduce features into a maintenance release, um, it could start to introduce uh, regressions or breaks for yeah. that site, which might introduce the opposite Pavlov's dog effect where people don't trust the maintenance release anymore. It's, so this yeah. is an extremely controversial topic. Yeah. Um, my knowledge, I think WordPress has had two features released in maintenance releases in the past. Mm -hmm. One was around the time of the Gutenberg release and yeah. one was way in the back. Yeah, past. I remember. Both of those were highly controversial. Yeah, they were. This is going to be great fodder for future conversation. Sure, yeah. And um, I know that this idea is just being floated at sure, this point sure, in, sure. in core dev chats. I yes, yes, yeah. yes. Take it with a grain of salt. Sure. Uh, but I really want to talk about the Gutenberg stuff. And we're yeah. going to take some time to do that. Um, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing, from SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry on air on demand and available on every mobile device that you can imagine this is webmasterradio.fm webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere 
Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. We're in the middle of our Word Around the Campfire episode, talking about news from around the WordPress community. Right before the break, we spent quite a bit of time talking about the WordPress 5.3 release codename Kirk. We talked about possible changes to the way releases are handled in the future in WordPress core. Still TBD on that, on how that might be approached. Um, but I want to talk about Gutenberg itself. Earlier, we mentioned how the Gutenberg editor, the future features of it, are essentially added to a plugin in WordPress.org. And that plugin is about to be on version 7.0, meaning that new features in Gutenberg are available in that plugin to be tested out there before they go into WordPress core. So talk to us about what's coming in Gutenberg, yeah, Anthony, so, what are the changes? So, so I guess first I should say that, that uh, 6.9 came out around, I say around November 18th, um, and actually 7.0 is already out. So okay, yeah, okay. And, and, and it brings some really interesting features. So I'm just gonna list out a couple of the 6.9 features that I, that I think are noteworthy. Um, so there's uh, the notion of block patterns, so that you can create certain patterns of blocks and save those templates and things. Uh, there's also block gradients. Those are really interesting. I know just in our own website development, we have component libraries that have all of these, these gradients and things, and it would be really nice if Core just had these in. Designers love gradients. Designers love do love gradients, you know, because it doesn't make a giant PNG. We used to do those with backgrounds back in the day. Oh, <laughs> yes. So, so we're going crazy with them now that we have the option, right? Um, and yeah, and the, and the, the biggest thing I think from this is an experimental feature around block templates. So I think this is a glimpse into what the future of templating may be, of theming may be in the future of, uh, of WordPress. And you know, I was a little scared in 6.9, and then I started seeing the 7.0 features, which, well, let's get into a few of those, because the, the block templates, the way that they were, they were, they were kind of introducing a notion of, introduce, or, or, of putting a directory where you can build your templates out. And, and that's very similar to what we have today with PHP, right? Like we have the single.php and the different types of, of archive pages, et cetera. So in 7.0, there were a few new features, but one of them was about was kind of a more granular approach to that, and, uh, and they actually call it block template parts. And I'm just gonna read from the PR kind of how what, what a template part is, because I feel like it was really well explained there. So a template, template parts are blocks with the following attributes, slug, is the name of the template, so if it's a header, whatever, you would name it that. And then theme is the name of the theme. So if you say 2020, then that applies to 2020. So it's kind of the idea of associating block templates and kind of layouts with an ID of a theme. So if you say ID is 2020, well, it's only gonna do the 2020 things. 
So I guess that's the, 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 the most simple explanation I can give to that. Uh, there were a few other new features too in uh, 7.0. Uh, the navigation block is now completely stable. That's really, really great. So now you can make a blank page in Gutenberg and put a navigation block. And, it's not uh, called a menu anymore, so all the restaurants don't get confused. Yes, right? yes. Ma Matt's restaurants can out. now yeah. have a menu in their menu. Yes. Navigation. navigation Sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there was a so that is now stable and there's also the post title block uh, There's there's not a ton of styling on the post title block. It's just an h1 I believe or something like that um, But you can set up a two column layout and put your navigation on one side and your your site title on the left side And then make that attached to the top and put CSS there and then you're building templates So I know a lot of this is still up in the air and I know there's a lot of anxiety around people that build themes Whether it's part of an agency or a theme shop or something like that around how are things going to work in the future with Gutenberg. You kind of implied that 7.0 might be a little bit more palatable for people currently building themes. What makes you think, uh, feel that way, kind of acknowledging that, of course, we don't really know what the future holds? I think the, the, the thing that I see here is that we're, we're getting roughly the same templates that we had in the past. So in the examples of this PR, there's actually a single .html file, and you write these in HTML. Um, and there's a header.html file. Well, we've, we've had header.php, we've had single.php. So this means that, that we're still thinking in the same notion of like that, that, that segmenting of parts on a site, which is really great for theme authors today because they have a very clear way of going one-to-one -to, -one to the new way. Oh, I see. So you might convert your PHP template files into the new modules, I think, Colin? Possibly. I don't know. I don't think it's modules. I think they're just calling them block, uh, templates. block templates yeah, yeah. and parts of the template. So I guess it, it would be a part because I think we call them modules. We start getting confusing with the React world of components and things. And yeah, that might just get confusing. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny as you think about these changes. I mean, as you use any software, the software will evolve and change. And there's this push and pull between like making new things, adding new features, and you know, how far and how wide do we go at preserving backwards compatibility. And I think um, it is the responsibility of the core contributors to push that edge and to bring everyone along in this journey towards the future. Um, but I've actually been very pleased at how respectful the core team is on things like backwards compatibility. Now, some things like super old versions of PHP we don't support anymore for very good reason, um, but my observation is don't freak out every time you hear a change is coming. I remember a lot of people did that when Gutenberg was being released. The internet didn't blow up, if you didn't notice. Everything's okay. Um, and people are now able to leverage those capabilities in the sites that they build. Well, Anthony, thanks so much for joining us on Press This today. Thank you for having me. Doc, thank you for joining as well. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks everyone for listening. Again, this has been David Vogelpohl. I'm your host to Press This. As always, you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors.
any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.